Tell you what, I'm going to share with you a couple things, um, because today's all about praise. We're in Psalm 103, and we're going to be talking about praise and what it means, and so uh, I just, I just, it's appropriate for us. Tomorrow is, is celebration of the independence of our nation, and I'll just go ahead and say it. Uh, we are blessed. We have freedom. We have liberty. Um, nobody's going to come in here and tell us not to worship um, because of that, and so we gather and, and we celebrate the freedom that God's given us uh, through this nation that we get to celebrate. All righty? Pray with me, if you will. Father, I just bow before you this morning and give you thanks. God, we want to praise you. We want to celebrate you. We want to honor you in all that we do this morning as we look into your word, as we consider, God, those things that you've given us instruction on, but also from the Psalms, those things that you've given us example of. God, how it is that we might better praise you, how it is that we might better just bow before you, how it is, God, that we might be the people, God, that you want us to be, that you've called us to be. And, and so, God, help us to, to acknowledge and recognize uh, who we are before your throne. And then, God, as we give thanks this morning uh, for this country that we live in, and, God, we look around and we recognize it's easy to point out the problems. Uh, and yet, God, help us to be part of the solution because we know what the answer is. God, we know that the answer is what it was and what it will be, and that's Jesus, the answer to, to the struggles uh, of our culture, our society, our nation. The answer is Jesus. So God, help us to live Jesus. God, help us to be grateful. Help us to, uh, to recognize, God, that you've loved us and you have blessed us in many ways. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so beach worship is, is always going to be depending on weather. This morning, yesterday and Friday, they were talking about this, this thing that rolled through, I don't know, calling somebody. Anyway, uh, it, it kind of broke up when it hit land, so uh, uh, maybe they're going to get to do worship out there on the beach this morning. Um, and then uh, the other thing I need to make you aware of, I guess, is that next Sunday afternoon, um, the lead team is making the recommendation that we uh, sell this little lot that we have right over here. It's kind of a little individual thing. We have a basketball goal on it right now, but uh, truth is it, it, it's kind of out there, and we have some things that we could do uh, with regard to paying off debt and also to helping out a, a, another congregation uh, as they try to get you know, their feet under them and that sort of thing. Uh, we'll talk about all those things. The business meeting will actually be the shepherding administrative team meeting next Sunday afternoon at 5 o'clock. So if you're interested in any of that, show up next Sunday at 5 o'clock. Uh, we'll tell you all about it and that sort of thing. We just have a real opportunity to do a couple of cool things. One of them is to get out of debt. Uh, we, we built that, that welcome center out there and, and did some things here in the building about five years ago. And, and the end of that particular mortgage has come due. And uh, we got a little bit of an extension so that if we sell that property, we just pay it off and we're out of debt. So um, just make you aware of that. That's next Sunday afternoon at 5 o'clock, just if you were interested. All righty? We are in the God said it messages. All year long, we are reading through the Word of God, Genesis to Revelation from January to December. Uh, the fortunate thing is, is because Psalm, Psalms is, is 150 of them. We're in Psalms for four weeks. We did Psalm 33, and then we did Psalm 73. Now we're doing Psalm 103. It's interesting that it's all threes. Next week, we're in Psalm 139, though. All right? Just giving you the heads up. But we're in Psalm because God has spoken. God spoke all of creation into existence. It, it, it didn't develop because some enzymes got together in some soup. 
God spoke this universe, this earth, into existence and, and created for us this incredible sanctuary of his creation that we might worship and celebrate. I've said it every Sunday. God said, let there be light. Boom, there's light. God said, let, let there be a pine tree. Boom, there's a pine tree. You see, God spoke it into existence. Then we have God's written word, which is the Bible. This is the Bible. This is the word of God, all of it. Not parts of it, not, not just the parts you like and, and not the parts you don't like. This is the word of God, okay? Uh, God didn't call us to be editors. He didn't call us to be redactors. Uh, we read it. We, we, we ask for God's discernment and understanding, and then we obey it. That's what he said, all right? Um, the next thing is that we have God's living word, which is Jesus. Now, Jesus lived, and, and he died a cruel death. He was buried, and he rose again on the third day. And that's the only way that we have salvation and victory. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. That means there's no other way to God except through Jesus. The world's going to tell you differently. Uh, and if you want to go following after that, hey, uh, you're wrong. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but that's true. See, Jesus said it. Okay, we're in Psalm 103, and, and I titled the message today on forgiveness because of the last part of this psalm, but we need to walk through it a little bit, and truthfully, I stopped at verse 14 for the message today, but it's the whole psalm, all the way through 22, and, and yet we might not have it on the screen, but if you ever go back to this psalm, it's been interesting, as I've said, yes, yeah, Sunday we're doing Psalm 103. Uh, I had somebody tell me yesterday, I said, the one time I ever preached in, in church, and this was before he got here, he said, the one time I preached in front of the whole congregation was on Psalm 103. And then out in the hall out there, uh, Gary just mentioned Psalm 103. It, the thing is, is when you start to recognize what we are called to in this psalm, it is referred to as the Psalm of David, so David potentially has written this psalm, or somebody wrote it for David. Either way, this is a Psalm of David, and these are the words of the psalmist. Here we go. My soul bless the Lord, and all that is within me bless his holy name. My soul bless the Lord, and do not forget all his benefits. He forgives all your iniquity. He heals all your diseases. He redeems your life from the pit. He crowns you with faithful love and compassion. He satisfies you with good things. Your youth is renewed like the eagle. The Lord executes acts of righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He revealed his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in faithful love. He will not always accuse us or be angry forever. He has not dealt with us as our sins deserve or repaid us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his faithful love toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. As far as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows what we are made of, remembering that we are dust. So, as I was looking at this, I began to think, <clears throat> all right, um, it says, uh, bless the Lord, or my soul bless the Lord. We, I'm memorizing King James, okay? Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, right? That, that's what we've memorized. That's some way some of the songs sing it, right? Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. So I began to think about what that means. 
to bless the Lord. My soul bless the Lord. Um, do you know me? Some of you go, well, yeah. All right, so I, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Some of you know me a little. Some of you know me a little more. Only one person in the room that could actually say he knows me the most, and that's my son back there. He's sitting in the back. So when I say, bless the Lord, O my soul, or my soul, bless the Lord, what am I saying? What is the psalmist encouraging and actually giving us example of? Because if this psalm is meant to be a praise and worship psalm for the people of Israel, what is he saying there? He's saying, my soul, from the very depths of my being, from the very core of my identity, from the all that I am and all that I can be, praise the Lord. Okay? Praise God with everything that I am. And the truth of it is, is that nobody knows me like I know me. And I don't even know me as well as God knows me. See? So, so I can get up here in front of y'all and I can look good. Well, as, as good as I can look. Right? I mean, I can get up here and put on a shirt that's been pressed. There's a, there's a lint on it. Sorry. All right. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. I mean, I can get up here and go, okay, here, let's praise the Lord together. And, 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 and a congregation will sit there and go, yes, let's, you know, and we all look good together. And we all have some acquaintance, maybe with, with one or two or ten in the room. But here's the bottom line. Who knows you at the depth of your praise? I look good with my hands up, right? Well, if you're not a Baptist, but anyway, uh, sorry. No, but you look good when we're all together in the place praising God, right? We look good when, we, when we're singing along, right? And, there, and yet I've known for over the years, you know, there's some people, I don't care what you sing, they're not going to sing. They're just dead set. It's like somebody stitched their lips together or something, right? They're just not going to sing. And I just go, just, just once, sing, you know, something. Anyway, all right, so, so we can make it look good, right? How many of you can make your praise look good? See, nobody's, uh, thank you. Tim says, yes, I can. Woo. He's, he's doing jazz or cheerleader hands back there. Anyway, see, we can, we can give the appearance of praise and yet not be in that place in our heart. You know, for whatever reason, maybe you're hurting. Maybe you're scared. Maybe you're, maybe there's some trouble in your life, and and yes, you want to, you you you've been indoctrinated with 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 what it means to go to worship and to praise God, and and that's cool. I'm not saying it's a wrong thing or a bad thing, but God's the one that's looking at your heart. That when you start to sing, jailbreak, I've been set free, but in your heart you're in bondage, or in your heart you're broken. Or in your heart, you're hurting, you see? And, and, and God sees into the who we are. And that, it, it's interesting, this morning it was, it was um, this morning when I woke up at 3 o'clock, I was like, you know, what do I have to fear? It's a song we sing, and I can't remember the lyrics right now. But as I was waking up this morning, I was like, what do I have to fear? I don't. I don't have anything to fear. There's crazy stuff going in the world. I mean, I, I, I read a couple of news 
abs. There's crazy stuff going on. Am I afraid? No. You know why? Because God's already told us that, you know what? All the thousand years ago that this was written, God told us there's going to be crazy stuff in the world. Did y'all know that? Go read it. It says, guess what? going to be crazy. It's not in the exact words, but it's in there. Okay? So, so when we come together to worship, it, it, it's, it's not enough just to, just to put on the, the, the worship face. What God is looking at is the worship heart. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. That word bless from the Hebrew, actually it's a, 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 like barakah, something like that. Anyway, I can't remember exactly. But it actually carries the, the impression of kneeling. To kneel and bow and praise to God. Because anytime that, 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 that we say bless the Lord. Let me ask you a question. Can you actually bless the Lord? I mean, that's a challenge right now. This is a debate. Uh, I can't bless you at all. Y'all know that? Now, I might can do something that is a blessing to you or that somehow because I've, I've taken care or concern or some sort of act of compassion toward you that it becomes a blessing or it blesses you somehow. But I just can't stand up here and go, bless you. Can I just go ahead and tell you? A Bobby blessing ain't worth for anything, okay? It's just not. Uh, and, and yet there is, a, there is this, this, this sort of biblical, priestly kind of imagery of, of some hierarchical sta- go-between between people and God that, that some, some figure can bless people. I'm just going to tell you, I can't. Now, I've had folks right here at the gathering disagree with me on that. All right. So when we look at this word "bless" in in, in reference to God, it, it, it is a "bless" technically means the pronouncement of the favor of God upon something or someone. So can I pronounce God's favor? I can tell you what the Bible says. Okay, I can tell you what God has accomplished. I can tell you what God does. And as a matter of fact, I can relate to you the blessings of God. And yet when God is the object of this word bless in in our translation, what it really means is praise, to praise God. So so if we were going to reread that, my soul praise the Lord. And all that is within me, everything about me, the all of me, not just what you see, not just what Eli knows, but, but the all of me praising God. You know what? You know, the only person who knows that at 3 o'clock this morning I was praising God uh, and, and, and just pronouncing this lack of fear before the throne of God, only God knows. You weren't there, right? So, so from the heart, just to simply say, Praise the Lord with everything that I am. My soul, praise the Lord, and do not forget all his benefits. Right? So, now, here's, I, I, I've been listening to people pray, pray for a long time. And it's interesting to me how, how prayer times generally become, you know, like lists of all the things we, we want from God. Some of it includes the promises of God. 
Some of it includes some of the things that we need. Some of it includes the, the, the you know, provision or, or even just the presence of God, right? And, and it's not wrong to make those supplications, to, to, to request of God. I mean, it's not wrong to do that. And yet, in this psalm, I want you to listen to these, listen to these verses. He forgives all your iniquity. Is that something to praise God about? Of course it is. He heals all your diseases. Is that something to praise God about? Listen to the psalmist list praise points. Things to praise God about. He redeems your life from the pit. And in this translation, pit is capitalized. You might know what it means. Say what? Hell? Okay. We'll take that one. What else? Sin? Okay. Now, we're saying all these things because we know what God redeems us from. But that word pit is actually a reference to death. The place of the dead, Sheol. He, he redeems your life from the grave is what that's a reference to. He crowns you. Now, after he's redeemed us from the grave, he crowns you with faithful love and compassion. What's the greatest thing that God can give us? His love. You see? It's out of his love that he has redeemed. It's out of his love that Jesus on the cross said, It's done. It's finished. You see? So, so I'm looking at this thing, and I, I'm seeing the list. The psalmist, David, most likely, is listing the things that he's, he's, he's praising God for. He satisfies you with good things. Your youth is renewed like the eagle. Now, that harkens to Isaiah, which we're going to deal with in a few weeks, right? This idea that, I mean, when you, I, I remember I bought a, 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 a kayak once upon a time, and I was kayaking on a, on a river up in Maryland. Uh, creek, really. Uh, and I was kayaking down the creek, and, and I was amazed all of a sudden when I looked up on a branch, and there was a bald eagle just sitting on a branch. I was like, wow. And, and that was for the days that I knew how to work a phone, so I couldn't take a picture. And, and so I'm, I'm just paddling down the river, and, and the eagle, and as I get to him, he takes off, and he goes a little farther down the river. And he parks on another branch. And so I'm paddling toward the eagle. And I just thought, man, that, that, that's an incredible thing. And, and I see this, this, this imagery when, when, when the psalmist is saying to us, your youth is renewed like the eagle. The strength, that majesty, that, that freedom in what the eagle is doing. The Lord, this verse 6, the Lord executes acts of righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. Actually, it's righteousness and judgments. For all the oppressed. He revealed his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. So, see, what the psalmist is writing there is kind of a historical praise song to God. And he's saying, These are the things that God has done. Now, if you can't come up with things to praise God about, just go pray the Psalms. Just start praising your way through the Psalms, right? And read these things and reflect on what they mean to you personally. Then we get to verse 8 and it says, The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in faithful love. You say, God loves you. God loves you. There are days that you don't feel it. You know that? 
it's there. God loves you no matter what. God loves you unconditionally. We like that word, right? God loves you overwhelmingly. God loves you endlessly. Do you know God cannot love you tomorrow any more than he loves you today? Because his love is perfect all the time. Do you know God cannot love your neighbor any more than he loves you? Because God's love is it's perfect from the very beginning. And, and he executes that, that love. He is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger. And then verse 9 says this very interesting thing. And I want you to hear it from the psalmist's mouth. Here you go. He says, he will not always accuse us or be angry forever. Why is David writing that? What is it about, what's going on in God's people that, that David would write those words? He's talking about God's perfect love. He's talking about the faithfulness of God's love. He's talking about God's compassion. He's talking about the salvation that God's offered us. He's, talked to, he's talking to he, He's praising God for the, the redemption from the pit. He's, he's praising God for his justice and his righteousness. And yet he says, but, but, but he will not always accuse us or be angry forever. Man, that sounds harsh, doesn't it? Sounds brutal. But listen to verse 10. He has not dealt with us as our sins deserve or repaid us according to our iniquities. You see that? That's what he's referring to. Can I tell you? All right, I want to say this to you because we, we have this imagery that, that somehow God, um, because he is perfect love, that he would ignore sin. That sin doesn't anger God. The Bible's pretty clear. Sin angers God. Okay? It's not, it's not like our anger. It, it, it's a holy and perfect anger against unrighteousness and evil. So, so, so when, the, when we get over into the prophets and we start to see the prophets say that this phrase, and man are we living this phrase today, y'all. When we call good evil and evil good. Oh, man. Man, I look around when I read that and expect, you know, fire and brimstone start falling from the skies. See, sin angers God. Not in an unrighteous matter, not in a selfish matter, manner. It, it, it's that sin is wrong. We know what the Bible teaches about the punishment for sin. What, what does sin, he, do, he has not dealt with us as our sins deserve. What do we deserve for sin? I've been writing this and gathering in the Word the last few weeks. Yeah, do we face hard times? Yes, we face hard times. Do we face brokenness? Yes, we face brokenness. Do, do we suffer at times? Yes, we suffer at times. We live in a broken and fallen world. We're going to encounter hardship and trial and tribulation. Okay? Because the world is fallen. Sin entered in. And so we face those things, all right? But when I see this, and I know my sin, and I know, guess what I deserve? I deserve death. I deserve death. And yet, God reached through, I'll go ahead and say it, reaches through his anger at my sin, reaches through my own pride, my own self-worth, 
well, let's go ahead and call it self-esteem. And calls me his own child. Man. So what am I praising God for? I'm praising God that he loves me. Man, he loves me. He loves, he loves me in the midst of my brokenness and my fallenness and my pain. Verse 11, for as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his faithful love toward those who fear him. Honor, respect, reverence, worship. So here you go. We're circling back now, and I'm sorry I used that phrase, but here we go. I used that one Sunday and got rebuked. We're going we're to refer back to the beginning, all righty? For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his faithful love toward those who fear him, to the, toward those who worship him, to those who praise him. So, folks, if your praise is just obligation, if your praise is just attendance, if your praise is just some outward show of how good a follower of Jesus I am, but your heart, your whole soul, the all of me is not about praising God, guess what? I can't tell. I can't look at you and go, you're not really praising God. But God knows. God knows your heart. God knows your praise. God knows your worship. Verse 12, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. So when we receive the forgiveness of sin, singular, you know what the great sin of our lives is? Rebellion against God. All the other sins flow out of that, okay? God has forgiven your sin, your rebellion against him through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. You didn't earn it. Nothing you can do to get it. God gave it to you. It is the reception of God's incredible gift. And then he says this, and and y'all, this means more to me every day than it did 18 years ago, 19 years ago now, right? As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him, revere him, worship him, praise him. Folks, don't let your praise be superficial. Don't let your praise be obligation. Don't let your praise be church let your bless the Lord be and all that is within me praise his holy name and then this is my favorite line I like all this psalm I like it all here's my favorite for he knows what we are made of remembering that we are dust God has redeemed the dust right Look around your house. 
sorry. <laughs> it's a very real-time illustration, right? I mean, I, I, I knew the joke about the little boy that asked his mama. She said, Mama, is it true that we came from dust and we're going back to dust? And Mama said, yes, son, that, that's what the Bible teaches us, that we came from dust and we'll one day go back to dust. He said, well, I don't know, but somebody's coming or going under my bed. Right? Folks, we have a tendency to think more highly of ourselves than we deserve. Okay? Whether it be our, our talents, our gifts, our intellect, our position, our status, our name, our, whatever it is. For he knows what we're made of. My soul bless the Lord and all that is within me. Bless and praise his holy name. For he knows what we are made of. Remember that we are dust. Man. Today's all about praising God. Just to praise God. I want to read the rest of the psalm for you. It's not going to show up. But I, I want you to hear these words. As for man, his days are like grass. He blooms like a flower of the field. When the wind passes over it, it vanishes. And its place is no longer known. But from eternity to eternity, the Lord's faithful love is toward those who fear him. And his righteousness toward the grandchildren of those who keep his covenant. Who remember to observe his precepts. The Lord has established his throne in heaven. And his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, all his angels of great strength who do his word, obedient to his commands. Bless the Lord, all his armies, his servants who do his will. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all the places where he rules my soul. Bless the Lord. And the point today, God knows you. He knows your weaknesses. He knows your failures. He knows that we are dust. And yet, he redeems the dust that we might praise him. Just praise the Lord. Pray with me. Father, thank you for this day. God, a day that you've given us to abide in your presence. God, you meet with us in this place and we celebrate that. And, and, and God, we, we get to meet together. We get to abide together in fellowship. And, and God, even as we share the words uh, of the Bible, your word, the, your, your, your written word, that as we, we listen to these things, God, we know that you have spoken to us. And so, God, around this room, we can nod and we can agree and we can, we can join our hearts together in praise and worship and exalt your name and, and, and want for our lives to bring you glory. God, I thank you that we can do this. We live in a nation that allows us to do this, to come together and praise you. And yet, God, every one of us is different in this room. And the truth is, nobody knows the heart of a man except that man. And yet the, your spirit, God, dives in deep into who we are. So God, help us to praise you with all that we are. God, if there's one person here in this room that doesn't know Jesus this morning, we want them to know Jesus. We want to introduce them. God, it's through Christ. It's, it's through your son that you've given us life. So God, we want people to be alive. So God, help us as we, as we close this worship gathering. We want to sing to you. 
But God, if there are those in this room that need to respond to you, that need to, need to understand what and who you've called them to be, God, I pray that they would respond. And God, we'd have the opportunity to share. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.